and welcome to the Chainsaw Buffet Podcast, the podcast that keeps shirt on at the pool. Um, I am John. I am joined, uh, as always, by uh, I don't know. You guys fucking figure it out. Um, we don't keep our pants on at the pool, though. That's true. That's we wear I swimming trunks. No, I don't yes. put my pants on at work. I I I used to wear my shirt at the pool, and then I I turned thirty, and I said. No one cares, and even if they do, it's 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 really unfortunate for them. It's really their problem. Chad, Charlie, Dylan, we did roll call. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we have been running on this podcast for a good while now. Um, had lots and lots of stuff that we've been doing. Uh, we didn't record last week because. Uh, Caroline Dillon, you guys were at SationCon, so... SationCon! Uh, tell us... Yeah, I believe the, the correct pronunciation. Correct. Um, and then you guys are, are going to be talking more about this later, but just uh, give us a little heads up, a, a little preview of, of how the weekend went for you guys. Okay. Pretty, oh, yeah, I was going to say. I was not sure if you were going to throw that to me or not. like, okay. Okay. And, and then, um, it, was, it, was. <laughs> it was a really good time. Like the, the three years we've been to station con, I've always really enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of nice. Cause it usually comes after, you know, some much larger cons like MTAC and that sort of thing. So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a nice way to round off the year and, and kind of relax. Um, this year was it was really good, but attendance was down. Um, and a lot of that is cons moving around and, and things like that and just, you know, scheduling yeah. issues. Yeah, uh, that's... They, they did talk about, you know, in the future they may move it or something like that. They're, they're, they're looking at other options. So I, I would really hope that that. Um, you know, they get something figured out because because I do enjoy it. Um, this year, man, there were a lot of. I'm trying to think. Like, I know we went to a lot of panels where we knew the panelists and were hassling them. Um, there was a lot of that. There were several panels where Dylan was the panelist and we were hassling him. Yes, there were there were some sombreros. There were some sombrero, sombreros, yeah, true, true. But it, it it's um, as there are at any con, true. We just true. now have a name for them. Um, we used but, to call them that guy. But sombreros is nice. I like it. It rolls off the tongue. It's like um, calling someone a fedora. You know what that means. True, but it, it, yeah, it was it was it really had a had a lot of fun. Um, the in general there you know a number of of changes venue change um uh, the the whole attendance thing which we will get into in greater detail when we when we really you know get into the meat of it at a, at another time um the guests were really good uh like they 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 did everything i thought really really well um Big one of the big changes was for the first year ever they've included an actual um, uh, digital gaming room, which yeah. was which was pretty cool. 
that was amazing just because it wasn't just like a digital gaming room that you find a lot of cons. I know a lot of cons are bringing in, you know, arcade cabinets and stuff, but I think the, what was the name of the group that did that? Oh man, don't ask me. We did something. Um, something like that. Basil could tell us. Yes. Yes. Because Basil's like, yeah, I know them. I, you know, I'm surprised they were doing it, but they had, um, I have to assume that these were like, you know, custom mods running emulators or something, but they had like these nineties arcade cabinets. A lot of them were like the, the little sit down, I guess, Japanese style arcade cabinets. Um, Mm -hmm. and that was it. So it was a bunch of fighting games. It was a bunch of um, match three games and shoot 'em ups, um, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was done very very. I mean, like for for a first out um, f- for that kind of thing at that convention, they I, I definitely think it was it was a they brought their A game. Like like that's if you're gonna do it. Especially for a first time, that that's a hell of a way to to enter. Um, but I, again, overall, it was it was really good. Like I, the the programming that I went to was uh, was very well done. The guests, uh, staff didn't have any problems there. Uh, didn't have I, some people apparently did complain about the venue. I personally had no problems with it. Um, we found a pizza place that serves fried chicken for some reason, which, which is just great. Which I don't know. We've got gondolier here. Why are we so surprised that that's a thing? Shut up, man. Um, and a little spoiler for, for, for those of you who will, uh, tune in. Uh, we found out that a bidet can hit a ceiling. That is true. We're not going to go into any details now. You're going to tune in later. Yeah, whenever we record that, we don't have a hard and fast plan yet, but it'll yeah, probably but hopefully, be hopefully in the very near future, we'll, um, we'll be able to get that up. Had a great time just in general, though. So yeah, and we're really we're really pulling for him to to keep doing it because that's um, that is one of the more recent conventions that we've been going to. I mean, this is was our third year going, but as far as like the ones that we've been able to add to our um, itinerary. Uh, that has been one of the more recent ones, and I remember the first year going, thinking, ah, you know, this one's kind of a stretch. But at by the end of it, I was having, I had had a lot of fun, and and every every year since has been uh, has been better. I, I think I get, part of that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go. I think part of that is that it is a smaller convention. It's a little more relaxed, just because of where it is and in, in the year. And also because, uh, as um, I believe Mark said at the, um, you know, like closing ceremonies, it's like the kind of convention that they would run if or they would they try to run the kind of convention that they would want to go to. So it's a little it's intentionally a little more laid back. Yep. And yet you do still have attendees who will. I, I just love the way he put it in closing ceremonies. It's like. Why? Do not force me to make these calls. Yeah, don't don't force us to make decisions. Which I I, I think is a good, um, you know, like 
if you're going to do something outrageous or weird or skirt the rules at any con, think about that. Do not force someone. How would you like if you were forced to make that call? Exactly. That's that's a tangent. So, so yeah, at some point we will get into this in much, much, much greater detail and looking forward to it. Yep. Um, well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. Um, Mike actually uh, did a fundraiser this weekend for the... Uh, it, is there a, a formal name for it other than the Knoxville Tech Co-op, Dylan? No, no, it is the Tech Co-op or Tech Cooperative. Okay. Uh, Techco.org. But they did a uh, basically a free Hearthstone tournament. There were no prizes or anything. It was just to get together uh, to try mm-hmm. and get some money. Because five hundred one c three rules about doing that sort of thing are weird. But it was kind of a a um, trial run. Well, you know, Mike Mike said this when I got there. He's like, you know, I probably could have asked you about. You know, he's he he. Finally, on his own, found out about Challenge, which is this bracket-making website. Um, he's like, "Yeah, I probably could have asked you, you know, because I go to a lot of tournaments and stuff." But uh, it was it was a fun time. Um, they did uh, just like the basic decks that you just unlock through playing the the tu- tutorials and stuff, and mm-hmm. then they did like uh, an open tournament where you know, you can play constructed decks. Um, I did not do well in the open, even though I, I signed up for it because I don't play Hearthstone like at all. I hadn't touched the game in probably six weeks before today. Um, so I don't have any cards. My deck sucks. Um, but in basic, um, I did okay before we had to, uh, close down for the evening because it took way longer than anyone anticipated. But it was part a- of the reason was we were running both brackets at the same time and so you get like well i'm waiting on this person to finish this game and it would have been possible to run both at once but you would have had to have a very complicated system in place i actually feel like it would have been done much more quickly if we'd just done one bracket and then the other agreed it is Mm. it is a um starvation problem this problem comes up when you use multi-threading. Never, never mind. It's it's a programming thing. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so this was done at the tech co-op? Yes, it was. Yes. Okay, cool. How many people did you have? We had... What? How many... I know, like, eight signed up, plus Mike and Cicely. Uh, you said we were supposed to have ten. I'm trying to think. Well, I guess we could, we could check out the bracket, because I know Mike's in the email. Oh yeah, he did. Because, so that we could play online and and finish up the tournament. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Sorry, guys. This is great radio. Um, I think we actually did have <laughs> ten people we actually looking did at it. All ten. That's fantastic. But it wasn't. I. It wasn't the ten people who signed up necessarily. It was no. some of them were. Well, he put. I think Mike put it on a Hearthstone site because you know apparently these sort of meetups and tournaments are are kind of a common thing, and Hearthstone oh. actually does make it pretty easy because if you're on the same network as someone, it will show you. You know, it will show their username in the list. Um, yeah. And it, uh, you know, it, it was it was cool that 
people actually showed up having just found it on, you know, whatever site he, he posted on. But yeah, it, uh, as a trial run, it, it was a little rocky. Well, Hey, for a first try though, I mean, it happened, didn't it? That's, that's something. Oh yeah. No, no, I agree. I'll post the, uh, the challenge link, uh, just in the, uh, off chance that any of you guys are actually interested in following along with, uh, with the brackets, but I don't think I don't think it's going to be streamed unless you know somebody who's playing the match just decides to. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. I mean, it's it, it was fun. It was a good time. Um, so so it's been kind of crazy. Um, I actually uh, switched uh, phone carriers uh, yesterday. Fun. Uh, Why? Um, because for, basically for two people and one gigabyte of shared data, uh, we were paying a hundred, a little under $140 a month with Verizon. Dang. And had no way of lowering our bill further. Um, because mm. they don't do like a bring your own phone program or anything. They do like Verizon Edge, which is a leasing program. Oh. Um, and really there's just nothing that we could do to lower our bill any more than that. And we weren't, you know... A gig of shared data is not much, and $140 is kind of obscene to pay for something that you're not really getting the most out of. Agreed. Uh, so we went to T-Mobile. Um, we, I ordered one of the test drive phones and kind of tested out the network. I mean, to be honest, T-Mobile's network is not the best, especially in rural areas. Um yeah, and there's some. That's a polite where, way of saying that they gargle scrotum. That's correct. Um, however, they gargle scrotum for you know sixty dollars cheaper than. <laughs> I don't think that makes it much better. Right? <laughs> I would rather that the pay more for a network that down. works. I here's I don't care. Like yeah, I barely I barely use my phone, barely. Uh, I mean, the the times that I use the phone when I'm not at the house, it's rare. I I seldom do it. Yeah, it's, I had the same problem when trying to decide, you know, if I want to go for a smartphone. And it was like, okay, how much of my life am I ever more than 10 feet from a computer with Internet access? Oh, maybe 10 percent. I probably don't need a smartphone then. I mean, Chad, it wouldn't work for you because you live out in the middle of fucking nowhere. But, you know, that is true. It 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 was something that we could live with, yeah. Um, and it was a lot cheaper. I mean, it's oh, yeah. talking, you know, gonna be saving like over six, you know, seven hundred dollars a year at this rate. That's pretty huge. Yeah, it is. Um, that's you know, that's that's a video game a month that I can uh, I can put put on my shelf. Damn it. Um, but yeah, we we went to T-Mobile uh, for a couple of reasons. Even if their coverage sucks. Uh, they pay your early termination fees, and basically once once that check clears, once they pay your ter- uh, early termination fees and pay and reimburse you for that, um, you're not on any sort of hook with them. And uh, we bought Nexus Five phones, and mm-hmm. really the only network that they 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 come unlocked. Um, you can't you know buy a, a like a network locked uh, Nexus phone. Hmm. Um, so really, the only network we couldn't take these phones to would be Verizon. Which why would why would we go back? You know, we'd just be in yeah. for the same. Um, 
So I feel like it's an okay decision because I can always choose to go to a better network if I need to, like AT&T or something. But, you know, at this rate, if I can exactly and pay less. Uh, I do love the Nexus phone, though. I mean, I've just had it for about a day or so now. But uh, mm-hmm. I finally kind of got all the, the widgets and apps and everything kind of the way I want them. Um, what about it in particular are you are you enjoying? Um, well, it, the Nexus phone was designed, um, one, to be a very cheap high-end smartphone. Um, you can buy it directly from Google for $350. Bucks. Wow. Uh, from T-Mobile, it was 400 so it wasn't that big of a markup. Um, and the Android is also... Or the Nexus is also the Android flagship phone, meaning that all the updates for the Android mobile platform go to the Nexus 5 first. Nice. Um, until, you know, they release another model or whatever. Um, so that's that's kind of neat. You don't have to worry about uh, sort of the delay and waiting for, you know, Verizon or AT&T or whoever to push through the update. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about, you know, getting it on a particular phone, you know, waiting to see if, you know, your phone's going to support it. Um, the other thing is that since it is a phone that comes directly from Google and is not designed to be shipped with any one carrier, it doesn't have a lot of the bloatware apps that uh, other phones come pre-installed with. You know, it's like, here's this uh, trial of, uh, you know, like Madden for you know, Android that you can never uninstall. <laughs> it's just on there forever. Um, so there's none of that. And... Uh, it's based on, you know, it's it's the same sort of interface as the Nexus tablets, which I've had one for about a year and a half now. And I've nice. So it, it's kind of, it, it's just uh, familiarity was, was pretty important for me uh, in that decision as well. But um, I do a lot of stuff through my Google accounts anyway. So it's all pretty handy for me as far as that stuff goes. Sweet. Uh, but yeah, that <laughs> that's really about the only um, major thing I had to, to talk about. But I just kind of figured it was an it was an opportunity to talk about uh, the gadget a little bit, and uh, they're also going to be doing um, some screen mirroring testing. Um, I think you can actually, if you root the phone, which I don't know if that's something I want to do or not, uh, you can get into. Uh, some of the betas for some of the early uh, upcoming Android features, like uh, casting your Android, like your mobile phone screen through uh, Chromecast, which would be a big deal for me. Because um, hmm. I actually announced at uh, the Google Developers Conference over this past week that uh, in addition to screen mirroring from Android devices to Chromecast, where you can basically uh, cast stuff that doesn't necessarily have apps supported for it. I mean, that's kind of the way of looking at it. Um, they're also going to do... Right now, you have to be on a Wi-Fi network for Chromecast to work, but soon you'll be able to pair it up without a Wi-Fi connection. Hmm. Uh, what that would really be interesting, like, um, I would love it if we went to a convention that had projectors with HDMI uh, outputs, because mm-hmm. then I could just pull up like the presentations for my panels on my phone and just do it from my phone without having to have a laptop or anything like that. Ooh. Yeah, that would be neat, but that's 
that's all down the road. Um, anyway, we're going to kind of keep it short this week. Uh, we got a, a lot of shit going on in real life. So, uh, what are you guys' recommendations for this week? Well, I've got a couple. The first is a DVD coming out. Um, Legend of Chorus Season 2 is coming out on Tuesday. Hey, shout out really? to Sifus. Yeah, yes, finally. It apparently took long enough. It's hmm. not as good as the first season, but it's it's definitely worth checking out, especially because it'll be a, probably about you know 20 bucks. You can't really go wrong with that. True. Um, it's one of those endings where it, it's kind of pretty obvious that they just kind of said, "Oh fuck it, nobody's ever going to try to make you know anything in this universe again." So let's just you know change everything. Oh, hmm. yeah. It's one of those endings. Nice. Yeah. So of course they're making season three. Natural. <laughs> Yeah. Time for some good old fashioned retcon. And it's pretty well, it's pretty obvious with the, the season two. It's kinda like it's pretty obvious that because they get into a lot of new territory that it's kind of like, Oh hey, we wrapped everything up. We didn't know we were gonna get this extra season. Um and, the, and, and you know, those kind of seasons are always the best, the ones where they didn't know they were gonna get them and then have to scramble to to unscrew up everything they screwed up. They already blew their load creatively, uh, you know, just trying to get everything into that, that last season. I, I'm trying to think of any season like that that's actually good. Not coming up with anything, are you? So, you know the last couple of seasons. Well, this one was good, it's just not great. What did you say, John? I said the last couple of seasons of King of the Hill were like that, but it's a sitcom, so it can kind of get away with doing crap like that. True. But like for the last couple of years, each year they went into the end of it, they didn't know if they're going to get renewed or not. And to be fair, it had pretty low standards to begin with, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Turn down for what? Exactly. Um, who else has a recommendation? Uh, the, I have uh, one and a half recommend. Oh, did you have another thing? Yeah, have? I had another Sorry. one. Sorry. Okay. Um, the second one is a is a comic that I've just started on. The first uh, first four issues are available online for free. It's called uh, My So-Called Secret Identity. It's a realistic superhero comic with... It, it's kind of like... It's trying to approach it realistically from the standpoint of female characters, you know, female superheroes. It, it especially a lot. A lot of the creators, honestly, are are real dick bags when they're asked. You know, why don't you, you know, have female characters who are more than just well, one superpower, standing with their back like three fourths towards the uh, point of view and their front directly, you know, the <laughs> that's, that's the minor superpower associated with it. Is it one punch man? No, no, uh, two words, power girl. All right, then. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's, um, I'd do her twice. You are the problem. This comic is trying to solve then. Thank God. Somebody it's about to solve the problem. I've been trying to solve it all my life. But anyway, it, 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 it is it's a, about time somebody made me the problem. I'm happy about it. 
it and then solved you a smart female superhero let's Ooh. put it that way and, and it's Are you saying it, the it treats things fairly realistically as far as the, there may or may not be actual people with powers and treats things realistically as far as costumes and all of that like the, the costumes are deliberately designed because around the concept of you know you don't have a costume designer and you're going to need something that realistically you can move in that's going to actually protect you. And so it's, it's a l- very different than what you'd hmm. see in, in normal superhero comics. And they're, they're doing a Kickstarter to try to fund the fifth issue and try to get, and one of, one of the benefits of that is you can get all five issues in print from that. Hmm. Yeah. But it's worth checking out. All right, Ooh. who's next? Dylan um, is. He has 1.5 recommendations. 1.5. Um, I first, my first recommendation is a little bit different. It is MIT's App Inventor 2, um, which is a program. I actually helped out with a training session that they did at the tech co-op for, you know, just anyone who wanted to come. Um. I don't really think it's a stretch to say that App Inventor makes building uh, simple mobile applications accessible to pretty much anyone. Um, if you have some familiarity with coding, um, it's helpful to understand. But if you can make it over that hurdle, and it's it's much easier than than actually getting in and coding directly, um, it's it's pretty manageable. It's yeah. a uh, browser-based tool, so you go in and you create an account and then uh, you've got two drag and drop interfaces. Uh, there's a designer which allows you to uh, lay out the screens with different uh, book uh, buttons and list boxes and, and things like that. Um, and then there is a blocks um, design surface um, which is used for handling events. So instead of actually writing code, you've got uh, these little boxes that fit together that say, you know, when the screen or when this button is tapped, you know, and it's got a um, a space that you can drag in other blocks to tell it, you know, what it's supposed to do. Um, and then testing is actually pretty simple because you install the companion app on your Android um, and then enter a six letter code and it stays synced up as long as you have Wi-Fi. That's that's the only issue. Um, and it's the neat thing is this isn't just like some experimental toy. Um, you actually have access to a lot of the phone services like media playback, accelerometer, text to speech, speech recognition, uh, local hmm. storage, GPS, and you can export an APK that can that you can install on a device or you can submit to an Android app store. Um, the only downside is that drag and drop interface um, takes a lot of time. So, for example, I was helping out teach it. I was going around like as Mike was walking through like this demo and, you know, like trying to catch everyone up and trying to build out a really complicated uh, process that requires more than one or two steps is just really time consuming because you have to. F- you know, go into the menu and find all the right blocks. 
Um, but again, you know, and it's really neat because you don't have to go through all this mess of setting things up. It's just you log in and it's it's there and you install the companion app. Um, so, I mean, it's it's what's neat about it is it's a, a nice stepping stone for learning how to how to code um, and learning some of the basic concepts. Hmm. And I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to that. Cool. And my other the, the half recommendation, because I mentioned it before is uh hulu just released season three of rev and rev is a british comedy about this uh anglican priest at a small inner city church um a very dysfunctional inner city church um and they did two i want to say two seasons like three years ago and then they came back this year and did a third and what was so good about the first two seasons was it, it kind of was like that scrubs level of like comedy and drama mixture. Third season is less good because it kind of amps up the drama. Like everything is really serious. It's, it's really hard to, uh, you know, see something as a, uh, there's this wacky misunderstanding, um, by a couple of the guys, uh, the, the main characters, uh, overbearing friends that you're supposed to kind of laugh at. But the problem is, you know, this wacky misunderstanding could get him, you know, brought up on criminal charges. So it's, you know, it's hard to, it's still pretty good. The ending is, is a nice way to wrap up the series even though it's kind of over the top compared to the other two and also uh liam neeson does a cameo as god of course he does i hope um, he punches god, wolves yeah god's gonna punch a wolf in the face i'm just gonna gonna drop the mic on that one all right then uh, liam neeson as god perfect uh charlie what you got for us uh i was bluffing uh i got nothing also, I can't. I can't beat Liam Neeson as God. How? How? And that. And that was his half recommendation. How the hell am I supposed to follow that? Fuck you, Dylan. Well, I, I call it a half recommendation because I mi- already mentioned seasons one and two. So, like, whatever, man. I don't need to whatever, go man. through the whole series again. Whatever, man. We're enemies now. Sworn enemies. Frenemies. That too. We're frenemies and enemies and funemies. We're funemies. You know why? Because we are living our lives and loving, hating each other. Agreed. Okay. Um, well, Charlie, if you don't have anything, um, here's what I've got. And it's no Liam Neeson as God, but it's something. Um, <laughs> next time you're in the car with a group of friends. Now, I uh, need to make sure you have a working radio in your car. But here's what you do. Uh, you start... Changing to uh, whatever top 40 and or rap station that you have. Uh, and all, if you have more than one, alternate between them uh, frequently. And what you do with your group of friends is you take bets on either A, how long it takes before you hear Lil John's turn down for what? <laughs> what? Or alternatively B, if you have multiple stations. How many times will you hear it before you get out of the car? Yeah! 
Um, the answer in Knoxville might surprise you because on my <laughs> own, between flipping through like the hip hop station and the top 40 station, um, I have heard the song like three times in a 20 minute car ride between two stations. One of the stations literally played it 15 minutes apart. Wow. Is this the top 40 station? Because that's no, it was uh hot 104.5. I actually I was gonna say I didn't even know what the hip hop station was. I assume the top 40 station is like 102.1, yes, but I have avoid that like the plague. I love doing this to people because <laughs> it's the most obnoxious song. It's it's like rubbing a balloon. You know, where you make that really annoying eh, eh, sound, except it doesn't bother you because you're the one that's doing it. That's what changes the radio stations until turn down for what comes on is. I it seems like it's becoming a meme because I hear people make references to it. I'm just like, no, stop. No, no, this is not this is not funny. This is so good. It is tremendous. That is so good. Bad Bad music is not a joke. Yeah, it is. It's either a comedy or a tragedy. Which do you let it be a tragedy? You, you know, you can learn more from it. Again, I would, I would prefer to be amused by bad music than just simply annoyed at how awful it is. And if nothing else, turned out for what at least provides some level of amusement. True. Um, It's so good. So, does anybody else have anything this week? No, no, we're going out on a high point. All right. Well, guys, uh, thank you for listening. I know it's a short episode. We will be back next week, and I'll probably be back to normal at that point. Um, But thank you for listening. And until next week, remember, you can't spell United States of America without creationism feuds. (laughs) It's true. Check it. (laughs) That makes perfect sense. Sure does. (laughs) It sure. sure does.